a podcast one production. Okay, ready, go. Just say hi, I'm Christian. Hi, I'm Christian. Hi, I'm Christian Wilkins. And you? And I'm Andrew Kelly. No, that was lame. Yeah, that was lame. That was really lame. That was lame. My intro to you was lame, but you also came into it at like a two. This is Radical Fashionism with Christian and Andy. And we're doing a podcast because what we're wearing is too good for you to look at. Oh my God. So actually something really funny happened as we were walking here, which we would love to tell. So we're walking down George Street, down past like Foot Locker, i.e. where hope goes to die. So, coming toward us was a man on a scooter. Now, if you know me, which you probably don't, I'm Andy. Okay. I love a grown man on a scooter. There is nothing in this world don't that say. I think is more beautiful than a grown man on a scooter. I'm glad that's where you went. Holy shit. Like, it is the... M- oh. So, coming toward me was a glamorous man in some kind of trench coat riding a scooter. So, I was already gagged. Like Elegant. Living dead. I've just got a Chobani little like sucky oh, um, yogurt. You were like, sucking oats. that <laughs> yogurt. You were su- no thrush for you. They're, not how, they're not really delicious and they're very convenient. We're walking. You're enjoying your Chobani. I'm drinking a sugar-free Red Bull, living my Britney Spears fantasy. And then we hear... Boys, boys, boys. So we stop. Sometimes a girl just needs one. And we pivot. And it's the man on the scooter. And I thought, I'm thinking, oh my God, it's my Prince Charming. Like, this is it. It's finally happened. It's finally happened. And he stops us and he goes, you guys look great. Amen. And we're like, thanks. And he's like, I love meeting cool people. And I was like, we're not cool. We're actually huge losers. And then he gave us his business card and he said, don't call me unless you want a party. Yeah, and he goes, and don't don't worry, like my shit is crazy. And literally, the business card has his name, his number, and somebody smoking a picture of somebody smoking a pipe on it. Like that's so heavy to just hand to people as you're walking down George Street. That's not okay. We could be <laughs> undercover cops. Okay, one thing we're not is undercover anything. But drug dealers have business cards now. Like this, this is the modern day. Like we capitalism. Um, so why are you here? Why do you want to make a fashion podcast, Christian? I mean, it's mostly just so people can still recognise your picture on Grindr, mm, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for just like getting straight to the point there. No, I wanted to make a fashion podcast because we spend most of our Fridays drinking pink wine, talking about fashion for like three hours. Like we'll be watching Real Housewives and we'll go... Boodoo! And then talk about fashion for like three hours. And I think that that's a very interesting discussion that... I haven't really been able to find around. But we've got some amazing friends who um, are really into fashion and we have these conversations with them where they sort of talk to us about feminism and fashion. They talk to us about using fashion to hide their sexuality. They talk about fashion and politics. And um, these are sort of discussions that are so interesting and so complex. And I think that's really what we want to try and get to. We want to nut that out. We want to have those discussions with those people and see how they've used fashion, how they've created this sort of resolve to these social issues which are affecting us all and have used this concept that is thought of as purely aesthetic to counteract that. That was such a good point, but I got distracted because I have so much lip balm on right now. I'm literally more lip balm than person. So you're a lucky man. Like, it's attic. Why do I have so much on? If we need a cough, can we press the cough button? Does yours have something on it that says cough? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it just says cough. I thought it was going to be a little picture of someone like <laughs> Are you um, ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. 
So in each episode, there's obviously a theme for each episode. We're going to do a little bit of like a history, a little bit of a rundown of how we got to the point that we are at today. So much has been done. So much blood has been spilled that we owe it to each other to teach us what we can. And I think we, you and I do spend way too much time reading about it and we've got to record it because eventually Alzheimer's is going to set in and we're going to forget all of this. Soon, you're old. Yeah, and I mean, we have a lot of credentials in fashion. I mean, like, I was a Christmas casual at Amaya. You were. You were so good at that. Mm. Used to fold pants at Ralph Lauren. Yeah, yeah, I did. I used to dress up in my mum's... Early nineties mini skirt wedding dress. Don't say used to. Don't don't lie to them this early on. Okay. No, I mean you you have equal heavy fashion credentials. I mean, like, look at your hair. It takes a lot of confidence to walk in here with a broom in rubber bands and and call that style. <laughs> Was it hard to find Hermione Granger to borrow that off her? Or? I think you're just a bit jealous that I have hair full stop. But... I have plenty of hair, just not on my head. What are you wearing? What are you, what are you wearing? What have you got on? First, I want, to give, I want you to give the outfit a name. I want her to have a name. I want her to have a personality. And then I want you to deconstruct it. Okay. The name is, I had a nap before I came here and this is comfy. That's not a good name. I think her name's Shelly and she's a recently divorced mother of two whose yoga teacher has just convinced her to get back out there. She's still got time. You've got a chance, Shelly. You can do it. Mm, I feel like she's like, like I'm wearing like biker boots. Yeah, Shelly's a whore. <laughs> I'm just wearing like a black little Versace tee that you found in a... Yeah, it's um, a vintage Gianni Versace t-shirt that I found in Vinnie's Paddington. Don't go there. It's terrible. You don't want to go to Vinnie's Paddington ever. It's terrible. Don't go there. Nobody go there. If you're ever. listening to this, don't ever go there. If I see you there, I'm going to pinch you. Carry on. And don't some... Touch my shit. Some gold and black pants and some biker boots and my dad's MTV bomber. Where are your 80s. pants from? Vivian Westwood. Vivian Westwood. You're very yeah. fancy today. Thank you. Stealing things out of Richard's wardrobe is one of my favourite things to do. I mean, that's a cool bomber. That's like a vintage MTV bomber from the 80s yeah. that he got when he was hosting the show. I stole that Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation tour jacket. You did? Yeah. I actually know the choreography to the Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation dance. So to then get the jacket to back it up, it's really, a, it's like a sensory overload watching me do the dance in it. Mm. Sure. <laughs> and you look like Scally Lad, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I went for Fash Lad today. I have a pair of sneakers on for sneaking. Oh. Um, the classic Adidas chav pant, which has kind of become a bit like pseudo-sexual, which I like. And then I have a big fluffy green tiger print Kenzo jumper. That is what I imagine Fran Fine would wear if she was, like, relevant today. And on acid. And on acid. Sorry, I just wanted to make that noise. Also, I want to see if this works. Does that make like a knocking noise? Yeah. It's because you knocked on the mic. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> what did you think it was going to sound like? Well, I just did, I just thought it'd be like knocking on foam. I don't know. You better knock, knock, knock on foam. <laughs> you are broken on a cellular level. Okay, ask me who my favourite designer is. Who is your favourite? John Galliano at... Magella, mm-hmm. his concept of men is really interesting and how he integrates that into the women's wear collection will be incredibly interesting. We're living in a climate right now where people like Alessandro Michele, Gucci and and even Michelle Prada, Prada have kind of ripped down those concepts of this is a men's wear show, this is a women's wear show and we're really bleeding them together. Jeremy Scott at, at Moschino, yeah. obviously. Well, we're seeing well. a lot of unisex shows these yeah, days. Yeah, I, I, we're seeing a lot of unisex shows, we're seeing a lot of unisex clothes, particularly 
with American and British designers, John Galliano being a British designer in Paris. So I think his menswear will definitely be something to watch. I think uh, the concepts of deconstruction and anarchy that Margiela is built on will be really fun to play with menswear, again, in this climate where you have this, this very fluid moment. The other designer I'm really excited to see although I'm completely negative and against it, will be... Love it. No, I hate it. I hate it. I love it. I hate it on a yacht. I hate it on a hill. Will I hate it? Yes, I will. Is Hedy Slimane at Selene. Love. Following up from Phoebe Philo, who in my opinion is the strongest feminist designer of the last fucking hundred years. Well, I mean, she, her vision of a Celine woman defined Celine. Like that was... Look, I think Michael Kors at Celine was very successful as well. I think Phoebe Philo pushing yeah. on from Chloe was great. I think she she really had a good continuity and she reinvented the house more towards luxury. And I think it was great. It's a woman's house. It, it's built on, on, on dressing a strong, beautiful woman. Hedy Slimane will make clothes for Hedy Slimane. All of a sudden, Celine is making a menswear range. Why? So he can do the same broke-ass bum sneaker that he did at the last two house. Love. Skinny jeans and a teddy jacket, which I bought. I bought I bought the thing. I've got it. We bought it. We bought a lot of that Saint Laurent. I liked it. Sometimes I want to look like a one. Oh, they won't know about the... Tell them about zeros and ones. So basically, just like quickly to interject, in the world, there are zeros and ones, people that you wouldn't fuck and people that you would. You know how like people are like, oh, she's a 10. Oh no, he's an eight. That's not true. That's not real. Mm. There's zeros and ones. Would Some, you fuck them? Would you not fuck them? Sometimes after a few watermelon cruises, a zero can become a one. Mm. Zeros and ones. And sometimes you talk to a person and a one becomes a zero. That's just not true. I also don't agree that faces are that important because faces can be covered by a cute hat or leather hood. Oh, see, I completely disagree. I don't care what happens neck down. Really? At all. But, you know, we bought a lot of that Saint Laurent because, again, I like, I like looking like a one sometimes, but I just don't think you need to burn through these heritage houses and leave them literally raped and pillaged on the side of the road. Like, look at St. Laurent in the wake. You've got Vaccarello, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the but queen it's of Italy, but even sticking diamantes to wedge boots, not Lemaine's, knowing what like, she's menswear doing. was very androgynous. I think that that can continue at Celine because Celine's woman is androgynous. It wasn't androgynous in the way Celine is androgynous. It's not masculine. I want to see how that house survives this because I think everything in, in kind of the last 20 years that Hedy Slimane has touched has turned to fashion gold. But I don't think it will translate there. I don't think the people who invest in Celine are interested in what he's selling. Well, Slimane just has such an obsession with youth, nightlife, sexy culture. And a Celine woman is a very sophisticated woman who doesn't so much care about sex per se, and not in such an obvious way. No, I think she's very sexy, but not... Not, you know, with a greeting your beaver first. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not Slimane's way. It was a 21-year-old that's doing a, coke at 3 a.m. With a jute which hanging isn't out. What, which isn't what Celine is about. Actually, the reason I want to do this podcast is to bring back the word jute. This is Radical Fashionism with Christian and Andy. So we have some fashion um, lessons about fashion, if you will, that I, I, I would like to pass on to the children in this podcast. Some, some wise words that we've picked up mostly from drag queens, to be honest, uh, along this long road of excess that we leave. And if I can say one thing, it's nothing succeeds like excess. My first fashion rule is always that fashion is a declaration of your own independence. And between style and fashion, always pick fashion. Like, who cares if you look stylish? Like, if you want to look good, wear a white T-shirt and jeans. Yeah. 
Yuck. Yeah, Jane Steen perfected it. Yeah. It's simple. If you want to do that, go ahead. What's better is dressing like a pumpkin witch. I had a girlfriend mm. and she used to uh, she used to go to like the hot dollar the day after Halloween and buy all like the old costumes when they were on sale. So you would go to brunch and you would sit down and she would show up and she would be dressed like a spider. And she'd be like, <laughs> yes. Lesson number two, fashion at any age. Fashion has no end point. Uh, and wearing an evening dress during the day is unexpected. It should always happen. That's why I love going to like Paris or something. You see like ladies walking around and they're in their Louboutins and they're like amazing outfits, like nightgowns. Yeah. Nightgown, not a nightgown, like an evening gown. Maybe a nightgown. I'm not going to oh, tell you what to do. I mean, it's not like, I didn't mean like a sleeping robe. Which brings me to my second point is fashion third. is never, third is, f- I can't count. <laughs> I can't count. If I could count, I wouldn't be sitting okay, here with you. At school, they don't teach maths. <laughs> Fashion is never comfortable. If you're comfortable, you haven't got the look. Like I have, like I have like four toes that don't have toenails on them anymore. Yeah, and so many blisters. Yeah, don't. If you're comfortable, you're doing it incorrect. Andy here says that he'll wear any shoe size between like a seven and a twelve. Yeah, like a, you're like, like an eleven. But an eleven fits so good, I'll wear a ten, and a ten fits so well, you can wear a nine. Yeah, and then true. if you're in a nine, you're basically in an eight anyway. Mm. So someone is wearing the same outfit as you. Wonderful, you've made the right decision, but you can only wear the outfit. Once. You can only wear that outfit once if someone else is wearing the same outfit. No, as you. your outfit, only ever wear it once. We always have this fight because I'll wear something and then you'll want to wear it and I'm like, no, it's already been worn. That's just not realistic. It is realistic. It is. It abs and absolutely is. Christian sub rule. Burn all your clothes after you've worn them. <laughs> That's stupid. No, you can't. You need to put things together in new and interesting ways. I feel like otherwise you end up one of those people that wear sweatpants because you've lost control and you just wear the same thing over and over again. I love Carl. Don't do it. Like, you've got to be inventive. You've got to reinvent the wheel every day. Yeah. I'll and finally, it. it doesn't matter about your size. Flat Or gender. Yeah. I mean, you don't have one, you're a genderless blob. Fashion flatters any shape. <laughs> Except for your I like, shape. I, like, I, like it. I can see that Orange. little woman. I can see the little woman at a typewriter in your head. She's just like trying to pull something out really fast. I'm really, I feel very good that you think the little woman in my head is typing fast because she's really like, um. <laughs> like she's slow, like the rest she's of She's still trying to get her bra hooked from yeah. this morning. Like... <laughs> But I think that's half the point of fashion is like fashion. looking like a dickhead is yeah. great. Looking like a dickhead is great. Yeah. I think that's something that we have definitely reconciled in our heads. A lot of people like to point out to us all the time how stupid we look. We know. We're aware. All... But also as two people who are very into fashion and we pretty much go to everything together, we want to look conducive you know like we want to look on theme to each other we want to match not match but we want to spark a conversation too and the same conversation yeah completely we give it the credit that it deserves from the amount of investment we've put in we both made an agreement a long time ago to never accept free clothes neither of us take things for free everything we wear we buy pretty much i think or we steal from people we know or we you know, all from each other. We, we said if we're going to do this, we need to put our money where our seething cesspool mouths are and, and pay for it. I think for a designer trying to legitimise what their contribution is in the world now, because we live in a society where we're very aware of people who have a lot and people who don't have a lot. So for somebody who's making a jacket that might retail for $6,000, I guess they have to justify why this is important in the world. Like I 
practically don't need a $6,000 jacket. But, but you're buying into the concept that they are selling. But yeah, but practically Africa needs rice. So I think these kind of really big concepts have to be integrated into high-end luxury fashion. Otherwise, it doesn't make much sense. It's the same thing with art. Like... If you buy a Charles Blackman and it's one of his Alice's from when his wife was going blind and it was kind of a conversation about the breakdown of a marriage and and kind of the intricacies of relationships, you can understand why it's $125,000. You're not going to pay $125,000 for a picture of a horse. You have to be able to see the value there. Fashion is a way of representing yourself without talking. Yeah, it is. And if you're going to pay $6,000 for something, it better be saying something fucking worth listening to. Otherwise... Go to Topshop. You know, when we're having a cheeky cider at uh, this local boutique pub called the Beresford on a Sunday, um, you know, people will come up to us and be like, I loved this outfit, like I want to do this. I think we're sort of selling it a farce if we're constantly just borrowing clothes and, and trying to sell it off as though we've bought it. Because and I th- no one yeah. can really afford all of that stuff. I it's think, unrealistic. Yeah, I think that's the downfall of the InstaThought slash blogger is they set these unrealistic expectations for people that you should be, you know... Your life should be just dripping in Valentino rock stud shoes. And that's fine. Like, but the reality is, is they didn't buy it either. They probably don't even like it. They don't believe in it. It just got sent to them from a PR agent. They took a photo in it and then they packed it up and sent it away. We are really appreciating these things. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to invest in that. I'm happy to invest in that economy and that lifestyle and that concept. I'm happy to build each other up. I think that's what this whole podcast is really about. It's about building each other up and and really spurring on this conversation um, where we don't all feel crazy for doing this. (laughs) I hate when people assume that we're just wearing something for attention. Like, I spent a lot, a lot of money on this. I saved for a long time to buy this. I'm eating meager noodles. I'm not just doing this for attention. Like, I'm eating, I'm not even eating the meager noodles because I have to make them last for like three months after buying some of these things. I like noodle. I'm eating like the the soy sauce packet one day, the flavour packet the next. Like, dip your pinky. Absolutely. That annoys me the most because I think that to, to think about fashion in such simplistic terms as wanting attention is completely reductive. Yeah, if I want attention, I'll kill a bunch of people. Uh-huh. Right? I have a fun fashion story. Oh, yeah. Don't embarrass me. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Ask me what my favourite fashion story is. What's your favourite? That's really funny that you ask, because I have a really funny story that is actually about you. Is this going to be mean? It is. It's not going to be mean. It's just going to be something that happened in your life. Is it someone that I got paid to do? So it's Saturday. Oh. It's a Saturday. It's a oh, Saturday morning. Don't. It's a Saturday morning. If I got paid to do it, you can't make fun of me. We've, I'm not going to say any names. Okay. We've woken up. Saturday morning. Just had a Friday for the boys. It's where we sit on our couch, drink pink one. So on Saturdays, I like to go down the Vinnies. I like to go to the Potts Point Markets. I walk my dogs. I live my best life. But we can't this Saturday. Why? Because Christian's going to photo shoot. Mm, my pussy. So we drop him off at this photo shoot. Everyone's excited. Okay, I just also like to quickly interject. It's not as though I was just like, guys, I've organised a photo shoot. Literally. Like I was asked to do this. Like I was paid. They went through the correct channels. I said yes. Literally walked into my house and was like, guys, I've organised a photo shoot. So I drop him off. Starting a blog. (laughs) He's got a shoot. He's got a shoot. It's very important. Chadwick's is very important. He's the model. You can book it on his Instagram, just DM. Um, so we drop him off at his shoot. I go have some brunch, live my best life. He comes back from the shoot, meets me back. 
Meanwhile, we have to pick an outfit for him to wear to the shoot. Putting him in an outfit, he's in full Rick Owens, carrying his, you know, this beautiful bag. Like he's very, he looks very good going to the shoot. Like fresh from Milan. Don't be mean. Comes back. How was it? How was how like how was it? Was it good? Yeah, it was okay. Oh, like where was it? Was it just in the studio? Um, some of it was. Oh, okay. So where's the rest of it? Like where was it? Um, it was around. Central Station. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, like, did they have like an area? No, I just um, had to get an Opal card and just scan myself in and we just went around the platforms. Look. <laughs> look. You the, look designer, like, the designer you look that like was Caitlin for Jenner. is very nice and I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun. The clothes were very cute. However, I must admit, walking around Central Station and like... <laughs> Looking like Caitlyn Jenner before the jaw shaved down. You cannot say that. That is transphobic. <laughs> you can so say that. Looking how I do. And like, I don't look like a model. You know, like, I'm not the type of person you see walking down the street and you're like, they're a model. I don't know. I reckon you could do like a Fruit Loops box or something with that beak. Moving forward. It was just like a bit embarrassing, like standing on like a platform and like swinging my bag up and like people staring at me. And I just kind of looked a bit like a dickhead. Yeah. 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 All right. Now let's do like a really fun outro. Give me a song. Give me a song to finish it off. Go. Five, six, seven, eight. Christian is a big fat slob. He's so unlovable. Christian <laughs> with a nose so, so big, big and jaw invisible. <laughs> he wrote this song for me to that Haley Seinfeld song. And I walk around my house all the time singing it. And my dad's like, are you singing a song about let me? Let me sing the second verse though. The second verse isn't about me. Andrew is tall and slim. His legs are beautiful. <laughs> Uh, next episode, we're talking feminism and fashion. We're talking to Iza from The Preachers. It's going to be a great time. She's, like, amazing. Like, I love her. She She's probably one of my biggest fashion influencers. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast. I don't know any of these details. Does somebody know these details? Somebody. Hang on, let me call Simon in production. Simon? Simon. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Simon. <laughs> I practiced the knock before. I think straight people did do the the AV in this room. Because if it yeah, was like gays... absolutely. It, oh, it so would be a Madonna mic. Yeah, no, if it was gays, it'd be like a bejeweled Dolly Parton mic yeah. with like a ponytail on top. I just need a sip of water. It's important to stay hydrated. Well, tell that to your hair. Radical Fashionism was presented by Christian Wilkins and Andy Kelly, created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer Alex Mitchell, show production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, go to podcastone.com.au, download the Podcast One app or search Radical Fashionism on Apple Podcasts.